Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. Hey there, amplifiers. Get ready to rock because have you ever had an idea that you just knew was going to take off and get off the ground, but you didn't know where to start? Maybe it was an idea for a product, or maybe you're looking to reinvent. Well, our guest today is the CEO and founder of Stoke Strategies, Andrew Lees, and he is not only an expert of helping people get their ideas in traction, he's also the co-host of The Entrepreneur Life, um, which is a great, amazing podcast um, that he, he co-hosts, and I'm glad to have him on Growth Amplifiers. So welcome to Growth Amplifiers, Andrew Lees. Thanks so much for having me on, Kenny. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it, and I'm I'm looking forward to talking to you today. Excellent, really cool. So, you know, you have a, a background working with products, and you've kind of gained some experiences of saying, "Hey, there's there's a process for this." Can you tell us yeah. uh, maybe your story of how you got started becoming a strategist for helping people get their ideas for their products from an idea into action? Yeah, definitely. So I started my, I have a background in mechanical engineering and I, I've been doing uh, product development engineering for um, almost 13, 14 years at this point. And, um, and, and I started a, I worked for a product development firm in Philadelphia and then I started my own product development company from, from that kind of a, as a spinoff, I was, I really wanted to focus on working with inventors and startups and the company I was working for didn't really want to want to do that. So it was, it was kind of a great split there. Um, but what I realized is over the years of working with these, um, with these inventors and, and startups developing their products, you know, I was so focused on, on their, on the end, on the design and the engineering and coming up with a great design that we could prototype and then we could put into production. Um, but I realized that, that I, we, you know, we get this product all set for them and then they'd say, this is awesome. I love it. I'm, I'm ready to do something, but what, I don't know what to do, you know? And they, they'd kind of be like, does this product have, you know, is there, there a good fit in a market? What market segments does it, um, should they be targeting? What, what, really is there, who really is their ideal customer? You know, maybe they mm -hmm. thought they knew, but they really, when it came right down to it, they weren't really exactly sure. They didn't have a business model. Um, they didn't have all the pieces that they needed to. They didn't know anything about um, marketing and sales and outreach, you know, pay-per-click advertising and, um, and content marketing and all this stuff that you kind of have to, you really have to put put all together and you don't have to put, you don't have to do every single thing all at once. It's important not to do that, but it is important to have this roadmap of, you know, do this now, then do, you know, then do this, then, you know, and just keep, you just keep chipping away at it. And so, so that's where Stoke strategies came about as I wanted to have this step-by-step -step plan for people to follow. Um, so, and, I, and I'll help them with that, or, or I'm, I'm also right now working on a, an info product actually to um, kind of a DIY type thing that has a lower cost. You know, they don't, people don't have to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly, but they can, 
um, they can get this, you know, this, this plan and kind of walk, walk through the process themselves. That's really cool. And it's really aligned with, you know, the similar things that we do at, at growth amplifiers, specifically we're working with the service-based industry that's wanting to differentiate and really systemize their business. But they also, even if they're really good at it, they've got to get the word out there. You right. know, I share very commonly that, you know, my first my first passion was in music, right? And I like to play in bands and record music. And I had the passion and even some of the people that I had talent with, but I didn't have the strategy and business knowledge to turn that passion into a career. Right. And that's, that's what you're helping people do is, is really connect those things. Cause if, if you have a great idea, it can actually be a really good idea. But if you look back in history, there's a lot of people that came up with amazing ideas but yeah. they didn't know how to get that into the market. And therefore someone else was able to make, was able to move their product forward and fill that gap. So I think exactly. the service that you provide is, is really beneficial. Um, what, what are some of the types of businesses and products that you've worked with thus far that have, have been pretty cool to see them kind of go from idea into action? Yeah. So I, I work mostly with consumer products. Uh, I've done some medical, um, industrial and, and military type products over the years, but, but yeah, my main focus is consumer products and, um, you know, kind of a few cool ones. Well, one of them I developed myself for myself. So <laughs> I actually, I wanted to a couple of things. I always wanted to develop my own product line. Um, and, and, you know, sell something that mm -hmm. I designed. And so um, a few years ago, I developed a line of uh, bamboo display racks for boards, bikes, and skis called grass racks. Mm -hmm. um, and I have a business partner with, with that who, you know, we, we work together and it's, it's a really, it's a really fun business. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that we can kind of, we can do on the side as much as we want or, to some degree, as little as we want, you know, as, as long as we're just focusing on marketing. So, um, and so that's, that's one of the ones that I've, I've had the most fun with, cause I've been involved with every aspect of it. And, and I think that gives me some, you know, unique perspective as a product development engineer, but also as, as a strategist, because, um, I I've gone through the whole process myself right. for my own product, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, so that's been cool. And then a couple other products that developed a, a Nerf football launcher for, That's cool. um, for, for a small company. Yeah, that was actually, that was over the course of um, about three or four years and is kind of a big, big project and um, a lot of, a lot of parts, a lot of, you know, um, a lot of design and engineering and, you know, figuring out how to, how to get that to market and, and, you know, what price point it needed to be sold at, who the real, who the ideal customer was, that was kind of interesting to, to figure out, um, for that client. And so that was, that was another good one. And then, um, another one that I've been actually even more involved with, uh, cause I've, I've sort of partnered with this particular, uh, client. He was actually one of my first clients for Stoke Ventures, developed a product for him. And then, it, it just worked out really well with him that I could, I could form a partnership. Mm -hmm. um, so I do help him with, with some, some marketing and sales and strategy and figuring out 
you know, more now on the marketing side, since he's, we've figured out all the front end stuff, um, you know, who the customer is, what the market is, what, um, and kind of how to sell the product. But now we're figuring out how to um, actually, you know, get it done and, and kind of, it's, it's very bootstrap. So it's, it's, right. a, it's a big challenge, but when I think whenever you're bootstrapping something, um, there's, you, you really learn to get creative because there's no, you know, no other way to do it. But what's cool about that is that you can, you can learn to get a, a better, you can learn to get sustainable sales. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you're really worried about every, how every dollar is being spent, um, you're, from the beginning, you're going to figure out how to, how to get sustainable sales instead of, you know, spending, ripping through a ton of cash and saying, Oh yeah, I made all these sales, but you know, I spent all this money to, to get them eventually that, you know, eventually that fails. So um, yeah, those are a few that have been fun. So when you're thinking about, um, you know, entrepreneurs, people who have these product ideas, what are maybe a couple of the biggest pitfalls that people come in that really, you'd say you gotta avoid this because if you if you are coming in with this mindset and you, and you run into this common challenge, you're probably gonna have a real big problem. Yeah, that that's interesting, and um, I I did want to mention something about that anyway because when you were talking about people having ideas but not executing on you know on them, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But then also there are people who execute on their ideas. <laughs> And, and they still fail for one reason or the other, or maybe they're successful, but they end up wasting a a bunch of time and a bunch of money. And I've actually been there. Um, I've been in that situation, uh, for, for grass racks, we did things over the years that, I mean, every, I didn't, I didn't have a ton of guidance. Um, and so we were really figuring everything out as we went, which was fun, but also super frustrating. So I want to help people avoid that, you know, and, and wasting money, wasting time. I know, I know for sure that if I, you know, and this, you, anybody could say this, right. But like, if you knew what you know now, several years ago, um, if you, you know, especially starting a business, mm-hmm. you'd be so much further along, you would be able to get your business, uh, you'd be able to scale up your business a lot faster, a lot more efficiently and cost effectively. So um, I think the, the biggest, one of the biggest things that, that people make the mistake of doing is not understanding their product and their market well enough and not really putting together a good plan. So they might say, no, I don't have any, I really don't have any competition for this product, you know? And, right. and even if there, there might not be a direct competitor, another, um, another gadget that does the exact same thing or even something similar, but there's always some solution. You know, if you have a $10 gadget that does something, let's say it's a, you know, a kitchen product Mm -hmm. um, and like, let's say it's an apple slicer, you know, you're, you're the first person to ever invent an apple slicer. Nobody else has come up with that, you know, that super unique design where you perfect slices. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect slices. You just slip that thing right over the apple and it cuts you know, every, every slice really easily, you know, and you're trying to sell that thing for whatever it is, five or 10 bucks. Um, you're still, and there's no other apple specific apple slicer out there. You're still competing against a knife, 
-hmm. I could just take a knife and cut slices out of an apple, you know, but you really, they had to figure out how to convince people that no, there's real value in this and whatever the cost is that has to match up with the amount of time you're saving and the, um, the convenience of just sliding this thing over and all, and, you know, with one cut, you've got the whole thing sliced instead of me just cutting one slice at a time, but you can't, you can't say, no, there's no competition because I, yeah, I could just be like, ah, I don't really need that. I just, I've got a knife. I'll just sure. <laughs> the apple. Yeah. Like right. that's so, so you really have to think about, you really have to think it all the way through. You have to understand your, what all of your competitive solutions really are, who your market really is. Um, and then, you know, and, and that's, I think the biggest mistake that people don't really dig into all that stuff as much as they should. Dude, for people that maybe have an idea right now and, and they're thinking, Hmm, uh, I've got this idea. I don't know how far I want to pursue it, but I kind of want to look a little bit further into it. What's, what's the step that they could take that would be kind of maybe exploring that a little bit further without fully jumping in and saying, I'm just going full throttle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Great question. I think, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to just dive in full throttle um, right from the beginning be just because there's, there's no glory in that, you know, there's, (laughs) (laughs) you can really get burned and, you know, you at least want to do some, some good in-depth market research on, on your own, you know, start Googling the the most basic things you can do or, or search, search for a product, search for your product, the way that your customer might search for it. You know, so pretend and take your emotion out of it as much as you can. It's tough because you, you know, you've got this great idea. You don't want to kill it. Um, but you do have to figure out, you really should, uh, try and poke holes in it, you know, figure out why somebody might not buy it, why they might buy something else. Are there any other things that, are there any products out there that do a similar thing? So just get on, get on Google, you know, do a search, um, dig around on there, search on Amazon, um, you know, search, uh, different platforms, maybe even like Pinterest, you know, you might, you might find Instagram, Facebook, just, uh, and, and then also even brick and mortar stores, you know, so you might like, if you got a sporting goods product, you might find it online, but maybe it's something, maybe there's a um, competitive or comparative product out there that's only sold, at Dick's and just in their retail stores, you know, so, um, go, you know, these days throw a mask on and get out there and, and look around and, and try and, and try and figure out if there's any competition, um, how your product differentiates itself from that competition. Uh, and then just start to think about, start to think about the numbers of it, like how much money you might be putting into it. If you're going to get a patent, if you're going to do product development, try and get a feel for, you know, how much your product might cost, uh, per unit. You know, if it, if you realize if, and this is difficult for a lot of people to do because, you know, if they're not living and breathing product development on a daily basis, they're not maybe going to have the best idea of what their product might cost. Um, and that's something that, you know, strategy companies like myself or different product development companies could help with, even just with a free consultation, like, Hey, let's bounce some ideas around. So that's, that's another thing. Um, and, and I'm always open to that. Uh, if, but, if people yeah. wanted to 
to get a free consultation or learn more about you and kind of like um, some of the ideas that they should consider from where they're at now to maybe where they want to go, um, yeah. where could they go and, and how could they learn more? Yeah, definitely. So uh, they can reach out to me at, if, if you go to stokestrategies.com, that is, that's my website dedicated to the, the strategy service part of it. Um, so go to stroke, stokestrategies.com and just uh, schedule a consultation right on there. Uh, you can also learn some more if you want to learn more about specifically product development. You can check out stokeventures.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my other website that's dedicated more to the product development side of it. And cool. and just you know reach out, schedule a call, and I'm I'm happy to bounce. I love this kind of stuff. So uh, even if a project doesn't go anywhere, I'm happy to bounce ideas around and just if I can get somebody that much further on their journey uh, towards monetizing a product, I'm I'm excited to do it. Awesome. A uh, couple more questions for you. Yeah. Um. So you're a co-host of the awesome podcast. Can you tell people how they can learn more about your podcast as well? Yeah, I appreciate that. So we uh, we do that entrepreneur life. Um, and I say we because I'm, I'm a co-host. My co-host is uh, Clint McPherson. He does digital marketing here in North Carolina. And, and so, yeah, we just, we started that podcast with the mission of, of helping other entrepreneurs, giving them some inspiration and giving them some actionable tips, you know, and and tricks to to getting through their entrepreneurial journey. So you can check out more at thatentrepreneurlife.com. Awesome. Thank you. And um, I see some, you got some great books behind you and I like the color coordination minor. (laughs) Mine are um, organized in a different way, but um, it, what's a, either a, a book or a podcast or one of each that you'd you'd share just of something that's inspired you that you just would want to pass along? Yeah, it's, that's a great question. Um, and by the way, this is my wife who did the color coordinating. I can't <laughs> I can't take any credit for that. So yeah, she she's good at that kind of stuff. Um, so I'll I'll be honest. I don't read a lot of of books. Mm-hmm. That that sounds. I feel like that sounds so ignorant to say out loud, but I'm just I'm spending so much time on my business um, and developing it that I just end up not having as much time, and I think that's okay. But I but I do read a ton about entrepreneurship, you know. So right. I'm always, you know, I'm always trying to learn as much as I can, you know, reading online or reading a part of a book or you know whatever to get the information that I need to to get me on my way. Mm-hmm. But I am currently reading um, a book called Capital Gains uh, by Chip Chip Games Gains from the show um, Fixer Upper. Oh, cool! And yeah, it's it's actually a really cool book about if you've if you're interested in business and entrepreneurship, it's actually a really cool book because he he goes into he talks about his entrepreneurial journey um, from playing baseball at Baylor and and then figuring out that he wanted to start a business and being mesmerized by the, the guys cutting, cutting the grass outside of his classroom and um, just going up to them and figuring out how he could work with them and then eventually owning the business. And then, you know, like he, it's kind of, it's a super interesting journey and there's a lot of really, really cool tips in there. So it's not something that, you know, you might think it's not like the four hour work week or, you know, something that's like, a lot of entrepreneurs are reading, but I think it's, it's a worthwhile read. It's just, and it's fun. And you're going to probably learn some things, you know, about business and entrepreneurship. Awesome. My friend. So 
as we're kind of like wrapping up, what's, what's a, um, what's a kind of like a final thought or a, um, something that you might want to share as, as a big takeaway that you've learned on your journey? Yeah. So I think, um, so a couple of things that I think are really, are really critical. I, I'm always trying to think about what is, what's the key to success? What's the key to running a successful business? Um, and, and I don't think that there's one key, but I got to say, the more I think about it, the more, the more I keep thinking about consistency. Mm. It really is, I think, what, what helps us get better um, and, you know, for, with anything. So right. if you're trying to lose weight, if you go to the gym a few times, you might lose a little bit. You might feel like you're, you know, um, like it's doing something, but really it's not going to, you're not going to see results until, you know, you consistently go to the gym for six months or a year and then keep that up, you know? Uh, and, and it's the same thing with, with business too. If you're trying to, trying to market or sell your product, just doing a little outreach and then not doing it for a while or writing some content and, and you know, getting it up on your website and then, and then that's it, you know, you don't really do anything else it might have a, a small impact on your business, but it, it's just not going to, it's not going to do nearly as much as if you are just day in and day out, or at least week in and week out, find some level of consistency, find some, you know, comfortable way or not comfortable. And that doesn't, doesn't have to be comfortable. Right. right? But it has to be, you have to figure out a way that you're going to want to come back to it um, over and over and over again. That's the most important thing. Like, if you, if you can write, let's say one blog a day for your site to get traffic to it, that's amazing. But if that's insane for you and writing one blog a month is way more doable mm -hmm. then write one blog a month, but like do it every month and be consistent about it. And you're going to see some results. So, um, that's, I think that's the biggest thing. I like it. Well, uh, thank you very much for coming in sharing some insights, giving some ideas that people could take to amplify their business. Uh, any, Andrew, any final words before we, we get rocking? Um, no, man, I, I really appreciate being on the show at, and, uh, you know, sharing whatever thoughts about entrepreneurship that I have. And um, yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity, man. You got it, my friend. Thank you so much. And may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.